Hey everyone, husband here. And I'm wife. If you've been listening to us, then you know we're all about reading the Bible and reacting to it on our first read-through. Cuss words, crying, laughing, and more. We're passionate about creating a podcast that takes the sanctity out of the sacred text and simply stating it as we see it. But we can't do it without your help. We're asking for your support to help us keep this podcast going. There are two ways you can donate. Text SACDIS, that's S-A-C-D-I-S, to 53. 555 if you're in the U.S. with a one-time donation. Any amount helps. Or if you'd rather start a sustaining membership, sign up on our Patreon page at patreon.com forward slash sacrilegious discourse. Membership levels start as low as $2 a month. We are amazed and grateful for our fans that support us now, and you can become one too. With your support, we can keep sacrilegious discourse alive and well for years to come. So please donate today. Text SACDIS to 53555 if you're in the U.S. Or sign up for our Patreon page at patreon.com forward slash sacrilegious discourse. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more and is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Welcome to Sacrilegious Discourse. I'm husband. And I'm wife. Together we're reading the Bible for the very first time. We grew up without religion and wanted to know what all the fuss was about. Well, what have we learned so far? That God is a dick, and apparently some people believe in talking donkeys? We're not trying to pass ourselves off as experts. Nope, we're just reading the Bible for the first time and giving our first take reaction. If you'd like to join us in this venture, you might consider starting at episode one. Otherwise, jump in wherever you like. All right, let's go read the Bible. Yeah, let's get to it. Husband! Wife! Do you remember what happened yesterday? Uh, Job had a, a rod up his butt from God. God. God's rod. God's rod. rod. Yeah. Yeah, God's rod. God was really Just dicking stuck. him around. Yeah, he couldn't get it out. <laughs> and, then, and then we discussed our local Karen. We did. A lot. We did. But with regard to um, Job chapter 9. Yeah. Um. It was just more of him trying to cuss God, but not really. Right, right. Felt like. Tiptoeing around it. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I'm real, real upset, but. 
But I'm not going to cuss you too much. And my friends over here, they're telling me I deserve what I got. But you'll be sorry. I'm going to off myself. Yeah. Okay. 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 Yeah. So that was, yeah, that was that last chapter. That mm-hmm. was chapter nine. That was. And uh, today we're going to be reading... Job chapter 10. All right, let's go find out what happens today. Okie dokie. Okay, Job chapter 10. Okay. Job is speaking. Okay, okay. so Job's out- still going... Yeah, it starts out with him in quotes. Got okay? it. Yeah. I loathe my very life. Mm. I like the word More, more depression and loathing. Got it. Yes, Got yes. Self, self-loathing. Probably because that rod's still stuck there. You know? Yeah, he's wallowing with yeah. it, though. I mean, not that I blame him. No, yeah. I mean, I get it, he man. He lost his kids, and he's covered in boils. I get I it. I totally get it. Right. Therefore, I will give free reign to my complaint and speak out in the bitterness of my soul. Mm-hmm. Okay. You're going to be bitter. Yeah. Okay. I say to God, do not declare me guilty, but tell me what charges you have against me. Does it please you to oppress me, to spurn the work of your hands while you smile on the plans of the wicked? So this is a why do bad things happen to good people? Right. But this goes against my my understanding of this book, though, Mm -hmm. because people in the past that have questions God questioned god's motives mm-hmm. have not fared so well no they have not and here he is questioning god's motives uh, ad nauseum and he's supposed chapters. to be an upright guy you know yeah so yeah. i'm just saying yeah uh, not that i blame him no again he's got every right you know this dude got fucked over for yeah. no re- okay if we're if we're assuming you know in canon here yes if we're assuming god did this he's got every fucking right to be pissed yeah, yeah. big time I agree totally. But like, God's a dick. It still doesn't fit my my understanding of the narrative. Yeah, That's same. All. I, I'm really surprised, I guess, because you know, never having read this before, right? I you just kind of you have a short version of the story in your head. Yeah, like right? a Cliff Notes kind of secondhand version. Yeah. And this is a long book, so I mean, it really is. There's a lot of getting there maybe yeah but i just i wasn't expecting so much um wallowing i guess i don't don't know yeah so much anger i agree i thought what lots of bad things happen to job and he never complains yeah right but okay but he complains he he complains complains. Uh, rightfully so right (laughs) you can't say it enough because because i have such mixed feelings like i'm having to like discuss you know, Job of the Bible versus the Job that I know secondhand versus how would I feel if this was a real life event? Well, and we walk through a, a we, we we walk a fine line on the podcast here because, you know, we don't believe in God. Right. right? But we're reading the story as a story, as sure. a book. Right. So we're That's, trying to yeah. be like in character a little bit and. Take things as they are in the book. Somewhat. Exactly. I mean, that's one of but the it's hard. three. That's one of the three different perspectives that I just offered up is Job of the Bible. Right. Well, and, and I'm kind of irritated with ourselves for this chapter just because we already do know the story. Like yeah. We, we know the the gist of the story, and part of our like part of the thing that we love to do is read and not know. Exactly. Right? And it's kind of annoying knowing. It's annoying-ish knowing, but it's also annoying-ish thinking you know, and then it's not even living up to your expectations. Right, 
Right. Like it's one thing to think you know and then be like, oh shit, I didn't know that one though. Right. No, which I'm has sure, happened. I'm sure that we'll have some more surprises throughout this. Oh, you know, absolutely. So, I just I I don't know. This was a not good surprise. Yeah. Is all okay? Sorry. No. So could. he's still talking to God. Do you have eyes of flesh? Do you see as a mortal sees? He's insulting God. He's basically being like, are you blind, motherfucker? Right, right. Are your days like those of a mortal or your years like those of a strong man that you must search out my faults and probe after my sin? Though you know that I am not guilty and that no one can rescue me from your hand? Question mark. Mm, yeah, yeah, he's really calling him out here. He's like rephrasing. Tell me what I did. Right. In so many different ways. Yeah, yeah. Your hands, he continues to God, shaped me and made me. Will you now turn and destroy me? Uh, yeah. The answer is apparently yes. yes. Yes, he will. Remember that you molded me like clay. Will you now turn me to dust again? Uh-huh. That's an interesting, like, the, you know, reference back to how God created man. Mm-hmm. I mean, it, it sort of, from it, dust and, yeah. you know, all that. Yeah. So. I mean, clay and dust right, right, and all yeah. that. Yeah, he's basically like, why'd you even fucking bother? Right. Which, I mean, we all kind of would love to know. Right, yeah. Did you not pour me out like milk and curdle me like cheese, clothe me with skin and flesh, and knit me together with bones and sinews? You gave me life and showed me kindness, and in your providence watched over my spirit. But this is what you concealed in your heart, and I know that this was in your mind. The the shit that he's putting them through? He that was a colon at the end of that sentence. Okay. And I know this, the following oh, okay, that I'm okay. about to read All was right. in your mind. Got it. So new paragraph, but we're about to see yeah. what this is. is. Right. Yeah. If I sinned, you would be watching me and would not let my offense go unpunished. True. Right. True. Right. If I am guilty, woe unto me. Even if I am innocent, I cannot lift my head, for I am full of shame and drowned in my affliction. If I hold my head high, you stalk me like a lion and again display your awesome power against me. You bring new witnesses against me and increase your anger toward me. Your forces come against me wave upon wave. Why then did you bring me out of the womb? I wish I had died before any eye saw me. Oh, wow. This is repetitive. Though. Yeah, no, he's, yeah. He's already said, I wish you was never born. Yeah, so over and over. Mm -hmm, yeah. Mm -hmm. If only I had never come into being or had been carried straight from the womb to the grave. Oh, man. Yeah. That, that this is, is morbid. Harmful. Right. Like, you're basically like, why didn't my mom stillbirth me? Why didn't my mom miscarry me? Like, Think of your mom, asshole. Right. Like, ouch. Don't yeah. wish that on a woman ever. Yeah. Are not my few days almost over? Turn away from me so I can have a moment's joy before I go to the place of no return, to the land of gloom and utter darkness, to the land of deepest night, of utter darkness and disorder where even the light is like darkness. The end. <laughs> Even the light is like darkness. I mean, it sounds like he's saying, well, clearly you think I'm a sinner, so I guess I'm going to hell. So can you please and just... And it, it is interesting that there's a bit of a description there mm -hmm. from somebody, anybody in the Bible about yeah. a place that you're going that is dark. Yeah. Right? That's not, it's not something that they've really... Um, it's not hellfires. 
Right, but it's not. But it's not. They haven't described any place that people right. go exactly. after death yet. Exactly. Really. Like that's not something that I recall. Like they've talked about heaven, maybe. Like well, in... it was in the one one of those um, when uh, God had the angels in a vision. Right. Right. Somebody saw. Well, and just in this chapter or in this book, I mean. Um, God had a meeting with Satan and mm-hmm. some other angels and stuff. So, like, that indicates maybe a place that they meet, right? Right. But there but, hasn't been really much of a distinction as to where you go when you die. Right. I was going to say that whole thing was God and his angels, and that isn't necessarily where people go. Right. Like, that's so just it, a separate realm. It's interesting that our first description of where in you might afterlife. end up after death yeah, is any a dark, life. gloomy, piece of shit place. Yeah, you disorder, know? chaos. Right. Or that there is even an afterlife at all. Right. Like, it's interesting to me. And he is convinced that that's where he's going. Right. He ain't going nowhere good. Right. So there, at the very least, this does let us know that people in those times had some sense of some type of an afterlife. Right. During the Babylonian exile, I believe, is when right. these... After stories are all taking place. Yeah. So, so I, I, I find that intriguing somewhat. Yeah. Yeah. Same. Just kind of, just because it's, I mean, we're reading the Bible, we're in the OT, and mm-hmm. this is the first time we've come across this. Ish. Yeah. Ish. Right. So. Yeah. That, that's kind of cool. Like, um, yeah. Insofar as it's, you know, the Bible. He definitely, <laughs> right. He definitely doesn't call it hell, though. He just no. is like describing opposite of light and, and rainbows and happiness. Well, I don't think the true, like... Christian version of hell really kind of hits home until maybe the New Testament. I could be wrong about that. I honestly don't even know because you've got your misinterpretations of, you know, the hellfires and Sheol and the places where they burned their trash and sacrificed babies and threw the dead bodies. There are definitely um, things that people think are references to hell. Right. That aren't. Right. I mean... to say they are or they aren't is semantics, whatever. It doesn't really matter. They they don't specifically say that it's hell. And right. we don't, you know what I mean? Like, they just, they're trying to draw connections where there may not Apologists be are trying to draw connections. Right. People who study language, they do tell you, no, that is not. Right, right. That, that may be a hell, but it's a hell on earth and it is the trash fires. Right. It is not... This separate realm opposite of heaven. Right. It's right. not an afterlife. Well, it's it, a current trash pile burning stench. Honestly, just from reading the Bible, I would take my version of heaven and hell is how you either are acting towards God in this life or not acting towards God in this life. You know, you are either being shit on by God mm-hmm. and that's hell mm-hmm. or you're in his favor and that's heaven. Yay. You know, there there is no, like, there until just now, there has been no distinction as to something more than this life. Yeah. You know? Well, because Jesus hasn't died yet, I don't think there is an afterlife yet. Or maybe I'm mistaken. I, I don't know. I, I don't really know. But there are demons-ish, like the but, Leviathans and stuff like that, right? But those are various monsters created by God or other types of gods or that that has nothing to do with people demons are not like evil souls gone wrong or something i feel like something that would be an interesting side topic 
not that we need more rabbit holes, but something that I would be interested in would be the the viewpoint of the Jewish people's afterlife. Yeah. What is their viewpoint and what was it when the this time frame was around and, and things like that? Mm-hmm. Because it's obviously different from Christians' viewpoints. Very. So it just would interest me to understand what their viewpoint of the afterlife means. Right. And I don't really know that. I don't I don't have any sense of what that means to a Jewish person. Yeah, I don't so, either. I don't either. Right? That would be interesting. And even toward that end, um, it would be different from I, I hate I hate to say Catholic as though it's not Christian, but Catholic and Christian are almost two separate I mean Catholic and Protestant. Yeah. You know, they're both Christian, but when you think of Christian at least in America, you think of Protestant and Catholics almost are separate from that. Sure. Because they worship so differently and they have such a different belief system and they're so structured. And it's, it's in the structure. It's in yeah. the, the breakdown of how everything is. But yeah, yeah. Saints so, and all that. Like, yeah, I mean, yeah. It's weird. So but. that's what I mean, though. Even their idea of the afterlife is different from Protestants. Yeah. So definitely, that's what I mean by it's almost a different religion. Yeah. In that they don't function the same. They don't um, have the same beliefs in the afterlife. Right. You know, they are basically, they are as closely tied as are the Jewish people to these religions. Yeah. They're just all different offshoots. Oh yeah, I mean even Islam is a, a yeah. different offshoot of And you know, I have Judaism. no idea what their idea of afterlife is. Right. So 70 virgins, right? I know that bit. I mean, I guess, I don't know. <laughs> is that a thing? It's a thing, I think. Yeah. Oh. It's one of those enticements that why people will go martyr themselves for their cause or whatever. So they're promised these things in the afterlife. That's so arbitrary. Right. I mean, fuck a virgin. Like, yeah, no, it's why it's... not fuck a watermelon, you know, <laughs> fuck an apple pie. Yeah. Like, yeah, there you go. I don't know. Right. Fuck a glory hole. Mm-hmm. I just, I don't know. 70 of them. 70. Yeah. It's, it's such, important. it's such an arbitrary gift and an arbitrary number of gifts. Well, but if you, as we're reading through the old Testament again, you know, mm-hmm. like how many, how many Kings and people that are important in the Bible had, a harem of some type, or, right? You know, like a lot of wives, and a lot of stress was placed on virginity, right. which is just so gross. Yeah. So I mean, I, I can, and it's based on some of the same things. So yeah. I, mean, I can see maybe where the that roots. came from. Sure, absolutely. Right. Yeah, I don't mean that it's any more arbitrary than any of the other bullshit that I'm reading. Right. It's all arbitrary nonsense. Oh yeah, for sure. So I don't, I don't. We're rambling on about you know where you go after you die here, but <laughs> yeah. uh, essentially that was uh, the end of Job chapter ten. Sure as fuck was. And tomorrow is Saturday, so we will be back tomorrow with Q and A Saturday. And then on Sunday, I think we're finally going to get around to a sacrilegious book club. And then we'll be back again on Monday. Oh, I need to. I'll, I'll we'll get a weekly, weekly replay. I'm not. I'm do my damnedest not to forget this week. Otherwise, you'll burn in hell. And no, I'll no. toss you onto the no. fires of Sheol. No. Yep. Um, but then, uh, so then after that, then it will be Monday again, and we'll be back with Job chapter eleven. All right, we'll see you guys then. I had my shit straight. <laughs> Bye, guys.
Hey, wife, I guess that's the end? But husband, that's just sad. It doesn't have to be. We are on lots of social media platforms like Twitter. Our handle there is sacrilegious underscore D. For D's nuts. Oh my God. Stop doing that. Anyway, we're also on Facebook, Instagram, and Pinterest. There's a link to all of our social media sites at our website. Ooh, we have a website? Yeah, it's sacrilegiousdiscourse.com, where you can also find a link to our merch shop. We have a merch shop? Yep. We have podcast-themed clothing, mugs, notebooks, and more, as well as an atheist and science-themed products. Wow, our fans should really go check that out right now. Definitely. They can get in touch with us by sending an email to sacrilegiousdiscourse at gmail.com. But before they do that, we could really use some help. Oh, yeah? With what? Well, it's not free running the podcast, and we need some financial support in order to get better equipment, which will free up time so we can concentrate on our podcast and our fans. Okay, so what should they do? Head over to patreon.com forward slash sacrilegious discourse and sign up as a contributor on our podcast. Supporters there receive additional bi-weekly episodes that we record just for our Patreon members for as little as $2 a month. Also, we'd really appreciate it if you would like and subscribe on whatever platform you're using. And Apple Podcast Reviews help us out tremendously. Like and subscribe. Leave an Apple review. Join us on Twitter. Support us on Patreon. That's a lot of instructions. Don't forget to say thanks. Thanks. Okay, bye. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50 luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more and is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.